Ooh. You always need that little moment after you've done some like strenuous setting up. Mm-hmm. Deep breath. Interviewing ambassadors. Yeah. Important people. People stuff. who have um, excellency at the front of their name. Yeah. I've looked you up. It's Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Every time somebody <laughs> says your excellency to me, I look around to see if there's somebody excellent standing behind me. <laughs> <laughs> How would you define someone excellent? Well, I don't know. But, nice but hair? Uh, I, I expect, I don't know, a bishop or someone in yeah. full regalia to oh, be right. behind you. So, I mean, it's it's one of many things, which is a, it's a huge privilege, but it always makes me smile a little bit. The word excellency sounds like there should be other similar things, like your fabulousness. Yes. <laughs> or, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I wonder where I'd fall on that list. So if, if Teresa's Your mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> Your averageness. I can roast yeah, your yes. averageness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, she settles in very quickly to the sort of way this podcast works. Have we started? This is started. Yeah, yeah this is how we like to start. My name is Teresa Barber. I'm the British ambassador to Finland, and you are listening to Can I Finish? This is Can I Finish the Podcast. I am Travis Glossop. I'm Inga Valima. And I still, I'm not, we've already had a little chat, but we are joined by Her Excellency, Theresa Bubbear. OBE. Indeed. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what an OBE is? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Can you explain that? Because I'm not even sure I know, Theresa. Well, if you believe, um, yes, Minister, it stands for other buggers' efforts. <laughs> so um, I don't believe... Yes, Minister. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am an officer of the most excellent order of the British Empire. Whoa! Um, wow. uh, the certificate is on the wall, just there, so you could go and have a you can go and have a look at that. Certainly will. Um, it's all a bit mysterious. So mm-hmm. I was awarded it a couple of years ago after I left Estonia. They never really tell you why, oh. but you assume you know it's for services to foreign policy or something. You you assume you have done something good usually over a number of years that has been noticed. So, okay. So, um, but nobody ever tells you exactly what it was that you've, so, uh, that you've done. So you're not able to tell me what the steps I would need to take to garner an OBE then, because you don't I, know yourself. I think, well, I've nominated many people for them, and I think the secret is you have to have done something that's a little bit different. So, mm. you know, you have to have gone a little bit beyond the day drop job. Yeah. You have to promote the UK in some way, or wow. promote your own uh, your own bit of the UK. So check, 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 check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talk a lot about Oldham. Maybe yeah. it could be a sort of Oldham specific award. An Oldham British Empire something. Uh, what would that stand for? Oldham British. I mean, that's still Oldham. an OBE. So yeah, yeah, it's still an OBE. I yeah. think we could make that work. An Oldham bright emblem. Can you sort of put that in my bio? I understand every other word that you (laughs) just said. And also, I think that it sounds very important and very fancy, but so fancy, it almost sounds like a joke. Mm. (laughs) Indeed. And that's kind of what it feels like when when somebody, well, that bit, the the Oldham one, indeed, but even the real OBE, when somebody phones you and says, we'd like you to accept this. The guy who phoned me, I actually thought I was in trouble. And so I kept him talking. I've known this guy for a very long time. I kept him talking for about 15 minutes, trying to head off the, the right, telling off right. that I thought was coming my way. Right. Um, and eventually he said, there's something I have to ask you. And I thought, oh, here we go. Could you be quiet for just one minute, yeah. please, what, Teresa? But it's more or less what he said. And then he said, I, I'm instructed to ask you if you'd be prepared to accept you know, an honour from Her Majesty the Queen. And you just, you, your whole head just goes kind of 
Wow. Buzzy and and silent. I heard nothing he said after that. Nothing <laughs> at all. And the phone was on speaker because I said to my husband, I'm going to be in trouble. You want to listen to this? <laughs> I won't tell you what you I've need done. You a witness. <laughs> I won't tell you what I've done. And it was late at night. Um, if I disappear, you need to know where. Yes, <laughs> exactly. The phone call came through late, late in the evening. And my husband's going, oh, my God. And they're saying, and you mustn't discuss this with anyone. You mustn't tell anybody. And my husband's over the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an absolutely massive honour. I am very, very proud of it. I'm still not 100% sure exactly what it was for, yeah. but many, many, many years of doing all sorts of things. And also, of course, it's, you know, it's all the people who've helped me. So it's, it really is other buggers' efforts in the nicest <laughs> possible term. I think, you know, not many people get one of these just for being, right. yeah, just for doing what they do thousands of people around you who, who help you do what you do so speaking of what you do um what is it Teresa in the most simplest of terms yep. so we were invited here as as a podcaster come and say hello come and look at the residency the mm -hmm. beautiful residency by the way mm -hmm. and it became quite clear quite quickly I didn't really know what an embassy was I thought it was a sort of like passport office where you came and checked forms or you got a visa maybe Maybe. Yep. Or if you don't have one and you get marked in Finland, which yes. doesn't yep. ever happen, so yep. you do. <laughs> She'd have no reason to come here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, we uh, we don't do visas anymore. We haven't done them for a while. We used to. We do right. do passports. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, we don't issue proper passports, but if somebody's got an emergency and their passport's lost or been got stolen or, right, right. or fallen in the river or whatever, then we can offer documents to That's help out. That's more likely. Than yeah, 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 yeah. Certificates <laughs> for people who want to get married. If a Brit is marrying a Finn, for example, right. then, then, we, then we do that. So that's one part of our work. I mean, much more broadly, I am His Majesty's ambassador. I am the King's representative in Finland. Right. Amazing. And I also represent the government, um, the British government in Finland. So going back, you know, the commission I have from the late Queen is exactly the same as one from Elizabeth I would have been. Right. The language oh, wow. is, is identical, and it basically says, I, the King or the Queen, trust this person. I'm sending them to you. Please trust them too. And if you want to pass any messages to me, you can do it through them. Wow. So in the old days, it would all have been sealed and stamped and you would know that this was the king's stamp, you know, that, mm. that this person was trusted. So still, that's where the word envoy comes. It's from the verb to send. So you're somebody who is right, sent right, right, right. To, to, to somewhere else to represent the, the, the government. Right. I mean, day to day, what we're doing, I don't do an awful lot of representing the king or it doesn't feel like... Uh, mm. Uh, like that but, you know if the Finnish government has messages it wants to pass back or the British government has messages it wants to pass this way that's what ambassadors are for I so, see so, so Petteri Orpo can call you and be like tell him I said hi absolutely <laughs> theoretically <laughs> theoretically yes he he hasn't yet but other prime right. ministers in other countries have indeed done that all right all right have indeed called and said you know sometimes you want to kind of sound something out yeah right um, most of it is perfect. I mean, in fact, all of it is perfectly above board. There's nothing sort of spooky about it. Right. But it's that direct channel right. back from one yeah. country to another country. Right, right. goes through the embassy. And then, you know... The I'm, red phone in, it, in the office. It oh. kind of yeah. is the red phone. I mean, I've, I'm, get I'm the good. president on Do the you have a red phone? No. Okay, oh. fine. <laughs> and if I did, I wouldn't know the pin code for it, so I wouldn't be able to work it. But uh, I've got a black one I don't know the pin code for. But uh, no, I don't have a hotline. Oh, but, right. um, you know, I, I could get a message from President Nienister to our Prime Minister mm. if I needed to. Right. You don't need a red phone for that. So, But basically, you know, I'm there to make sure that the, the UK stays safe and secure. Yep. 
that the UK is getting more prosperous so that, you know, there's more trade, more money mm-hmm. coming in. And then the bit, the sort of shop window bit you mentioned, which is making sure that British people, if they're in hospital or in prison here, or if they lose their passports, that we provide assistance to them as well. So those are kind of the, the headlines. Is it true, uh, the legend, uh, that when we are here, we're actually on like a UK law grounds? Oh. Yes, you're on British territory. Oh! As soon as you walk through the gate, you're on British territory. That would be why you were asked who you are. Did you have to bring photographic oh, yes, yes. ID? course yes. i brought yes. my passport especially i got it out of its little box and i was excited yep. to show the people yep. yeah. so you know there have been instances um including in london remember julian assange where you could take refuge I in an do, embassy yes. because you're not subject to the to the laws of the of the country where you live so theoretically if the place is burning down the fire brigade need permission from me to to come in wow come onto our territory i would give it pretty fast <laughs> yeah <I think> so. <laughs> my house were burning down but yeah. um yeah so each of these embassies that you passed along the street on the way here each of them is a little piece of the us of estonia or well, there welcome specific... to my home inca by the yes. way yeah. but, i mean technically we're on my homeland right now amazing yep. i yep. i wanted to visit uk for ages <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, yeah, been, yeah. it's been a while and it's yes. at the end of it i'm impressed here who knew <laughs> who knew Do UK have any like uh, weird laws that America has, like you can't marry a crocodile on a Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> sort of things that you can break like here, but they're not really part of Finnish law Don't system. Don't think so. I mean, <laughs> God, I wish we did. There is um, there a law that I believe that there's a law that if you are pregnant mm-hmm. and you need to go to the toilet, oh you yes, are... you can pee in a policeman's helmet. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> First of all, I'm not sure it's Confirm a law. Denied, right? I'm not sure it's a law. I'm not sure it's true. Yeah. But uh, you to can't be, honest, be arrested for it. Um, we don't have, well, the policeman be busy with other things, I guess, rather yes. than arresting you. Um, we don't have any policemen with those sorts of helmets. That's or to the best true. of my knowledge, wow. any pregnant women. So yes. who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm interested in how you ended up here. So, I mean, there's when I went to school, there was no, like international like sexy jobs go that be you a could, diplomat yeah, yeah go be a diplomat yeah. that you could really sort of study for is it something that you was like from a young age i know what i want to do i want to go around the world and sort of take so, britain out there is i knew it... exactly what i wanted to do i wanted to be a teacher mm. um and i got a place as i was finishing my degree i got a place to be a teacher And then I discovered that all my friends were applying to be diplomats. We were studying languages. Right. So, so, and they all had heard, you know, this was cool. You could go and be paid to travel around the world. And I said, well, first of all, are you serious? People mm. like us, you know, really, we're going to be diplomats? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> um, and second, but I've got my place to go and trying to be a teacher. Yeah. And then I realized literally all of them went off. I thought, I think the whole of my university town went off one Saturday afternoon. You had to take the first exams in a church hall somewhere. Right. And like everybody was doing it. And I realized I was going to be completely on my own for a whole right. afternoon. So I thought, oh, sod it, I'll go along as well. <laughs> so this is genuinely the story of how it went. And because yeah, yeah. I thought, sod it, I've, you know, whatever, mm. I'm going to be a teacher. I don't care about this. I just had massive FOMO. I thought they were all going to go out without me afterwards and I wouldn't be there. So um, so I went along as as well and took the test. And I swear, because I didn't care, I was actually, I think a couple of us got through the first round and then I got through the second round and then right. the third and the fourth round and it started to get a bit embarrassing. And 40 years later, my friends still remind me very regularly that I was the one who didn't want to be a diplomat. <laughs> and you're still like, I don't care. And, I don't care. And, and, yeah, I'm, I don't want to even be here. And they, 
and they all did. So it was the language. I studied Russian at university. This was the 1980s. They wow. needed Russian speakers yeah. in the way that the world kind of needs Mandarin speakers now. Mm. They needed right. Russian speakers back then. Well, they, they thought they did back then. That's amazing. So looking at your CV, like you say, yep. you have been here, there and everywhere. Yep. Just to list a couple of them off. Uh, Moscow, Johannesburg, Tallinn. Uh, out of all the places that you visited... Was there one that you wish you could have stayed a little bit more? You feel like you didn't sort of um, see everything that you wanted to? That's a good question. There are two where I did stay a little bit more. So both in Tallinn before here and in Budapest before that, mm-hmm. I stayed five years. I was sent for four and I stayed for five. Right, yeah. And actually I have to say, much as I absolutely adored both of them, after five years it was time to go. You yeah. do, in this profession, you you get very itchy feet. Mm. And it's, you know, it it takes a year to arrive yeah. And it takes a year to leave. In your final year, you're thinking about packing up and what next and lots of things. So so the years in between are what you've got to enjoy yourself. And the two years in between arriving and leaving didn't feel long enough. So, mm-hmm. so, But I've been, I have honestly been happy and settled everywhere I've been. And I think you'd go crazy if you, if you weren't. Life would be yeah. miserable if you were stuck somewhere that you really, really didn't like and couldn't settle down in. So... We've got the we've got settling down down to a, a yeah, fine art. Absolutely, pictures on the walls. That's always the first thing. Teresa, you're in your second stint in Finland. Yep. You were here in the late nineties, I 96 believe. Ninety six to two thousand. Yeah. So, what have what changes have you seen in Finland from then until now? It must be drastically different. You saw the millennia vibe yeah. era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw the Finland's just joined the EU era. Yeah. Oh, when was that? Uh, 1995 <laughs> so I arrived 96 um, Finland just was just in the in the EU wow. then um and yeah, no. <laughs> I and I think also in 95 yeah. had beaten Sweden at, at ice hockey there was a bit of a yes. there was a bit of an ice hockey vibe. moment yes Dorile, Dorile. Dorile, indeed so so that was <laughs> in the air as well <laughs> Nokia was booming in yeah. the late 90s yeah. absolutely booming I mean Finland was standing tall back yeah. then the NATO debate had just been kicked into touch for the hundreds no discussion about nato that you know that was never going to happen it was a good time it was a really good time in terms of what's changed i mean visibly well the skyline of helsinki's changed Mm. there are bits of um for example when my kids went to school that it was just water when yeah (laughs) when we were here before so all of that has kind of been filled in and luxury apartments built on it so it took me a little while to figure out just just you know, this city doesn't look exactly like it used to. Carlos Atomarman, where the hell did that come from? Yeah. yeah. That happened like this. Yeah. It yeah. just wasn't, you know, one day it wasn't there and the next yeah. day it was 35 stories high. So I can't so imagine that. I went there today and yeah. that just didn't exist. No, no, it didn't exist. There was it no was metro. So, fast. so we lived oh. in Tapiola and there was no metro. So, huh. um, so you know, things have things have really, really changed in, in that way. Um Outside Helsinki, I have to say, I've, I've revisited lots of places and most of them basically look the same. Oh. Mm. Um, but that's that fine. I think if you went around smaller towns in the UK, they would basically look the same as they yes. did in, in 2000. In a way, those towns look charming when the time passes by. Yeah. But in Finland, Kovala, it just... <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's a fine line. There must be a point where a town decides if it's going to become charming yeah or if it's just going to look really sad and <laughs> yeah. yeah really sad and empty and and like in the uk you know sort of charity shops and yeah. charity shops and opticians that's all i've got where oh, i the live high street on the high street yeah so oh, so i, I think, think um you know a lot of finland is still very very charming and it it doesn't look much different from 2000 or probably from 1900 or 1800 <laughs> to be honest in other ways i think things actually have 
change frustratingly slowly. Right. So when I the 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 example I always quote is when we came to Finland in '96, we had an online bank account. I mean, we barely got a computer. It was so exciting. We had this online bank account with the you remember the sheets of passcodes you got. You cross off your passcode. Every, really? Yeah, yeah. Every time you signed in, you used the next passcode and you cross that off. Oh and, my! And, <laughs> and um, if you lose the paper, <laughs> paper, good luck. Yeah, good, <laughs> good luck. That was that. But I mean, that was revolutionary. Yeah. That was amazingly cool. And then when I was in Estonia, I went there in 2016. Uh, you know, we all, including diplomats, had EID cards. Mm-hmm. Everything is on your EID card. Right. Including banking. Yeah, absolutely. You can run your whole life on your EID in Estonia. And I come back to Finland and, you know, go to talk about opening a bank account. And what do they give me? A sheet of one-time passcodes. Wow. <laughs> Because I hadn't, I have now got the secure ID. But yeah. the person, you're like, oh, okay. So this, again. this was amazing in 96. It's a bit less amazing in 2020. <laughs> yeah. So I think particularly coming from Estonia, it feels to me a little bit as if this little tiny country across the water has shot past. Yeah, yeah. They have mm. absolutely shot past. And Finland is still going... We were really good in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if it's, it's good then, it's, it's going to be good it, now. Yeah. I love the 90s, man. Yeah. I think this is a bit heavy coming from the Brits. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Really yeah. hasn't changed yeah. since. Yeah. We haven't changed since 1432 <laughs> and we're proud of it. Yeah. Proud of it. Um, so in terms of being in Finland and sort of assimilating into the the culture i've got a few things i want to check to see if you are into from it. from finnish culture and if there's any that inka wants to chuck in uh, yeah sure okay. there will be um are you a big fan of makara no okay why I'm vegetarian <laughs> vegetarian uh, veggie makara yeah yeah is there such a thing they're not very good the ones i've tried in other places i don't mm. think i've tried finnish veggie makara but uh this is They do not sponsor us, so we can cut this out. Yeah. But <laughs> mumakara is quite good. Okay. Oh. Yeah, it has a similar texture as the actual makara. Maybe you could ask them to sponsor you. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> point. Um, send us some free veggie sausages, and we'll make sure <laughs> yeah. they make their way to the embassy. <laughs> Thank you. Mumakara. 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 How often are you saunering? Um, not as often as I would like here, but certainly in the old days, it used to be at least once a week. Yeah, mm, that's acceptable. Yep. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Re- Sorry, I didn't, I didn't realize you were being marked. Yeah, yeah ne- no, I didn't. Neither did I. Well, yeah. I'm a teacher. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, I'm also a teacher now. So this is three teachers having a conversation. So I never got to be one. I got to be an ambassador instead. Well, that's true. I have the soul of a teacher. I fear. Yes, uh, that counts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it does count. It's it's in there somewhere. Um, lake swimming. Is it, where do you spend yep. your summers? Do you spend your summers here as well? Um, I have done the last two years. I've stayed here. All my colleagues have children and they want summer holidays. Yeah. And I'm really happy to be in Finland in June, July, August. Is the best holding time the there. fort when there's you know there's generally not much going on. Mm. So um, so Do yeah, and I've got friends friends have invited us to summer cottages. Yes. So so we don't have one, and the embassy doesn't have one. I think the British taxpayer might frown on that. But uh, yeah. um, I think I Finnish so. taxpayers would be just fine with well, that. Well, they, they <laughs> might be. But uh, yeah, no, no, been to friends, summer cottages and loved it. And uh, yep, swam in lakes as well. What about dressing as Karia for Eurovision? Did you have a Eurovision party first off? Uh, the embassy had a Eurovision party. Yeah. I was on holiday in Texas at the time. So ah, I, I, it, it's a drastic 
drastic excuse to get out of dressing as Claudia. <laughs> That's uh, uh, going to Texas is like the furthest away that you can get you from your Possibly get. I yeah. have to say, I was watching the. We missed that because of the time difference. We missed the singing, but we were sitting in a hotel room in Houston watching the voting. Right. And he was robbed. He should have won. He was robbed. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard it here first, Carrie. Yeah. You were you were robbed. Well, not first. It's been about a year. <laughs> yeah, and a half, yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know what I mean. Um, salmiaki licorice. Love it. Do you? Love it. Or have always loved it and will always oh. love it. I could What's eat enough to make my kidneys fail. I Not suspect. on board at all. Shush. What's your favourite? <laughs> um, oh, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I don't care, to be honest. I'm not oh, very right. discerning. I just, oh, I just... Any and all. Any and all. All oh, right, all right. Yep. What is your take on ice hockey? Boring. Are you a f- boring? I went to one ice hockey match once when I was a student in the US... And uh, within the first 10 minutes, a guy got his leg broken so badly you could hear it around the stadium. Interesting. And I have never wanted to watch ice hockey since. Oh, I have to buy some tickets. (laughs) I can still hear that. That that would have been 1981, maybe. I can still hear that snap. So, no, just no. Do you watch any sport? I like watching Wimbledon. I like watching the, you know, I love the Olympics. I don't care what's on at the Olympics, Commonwealth Games, those World Championship athletics and that kind of stuff. You get really into something you'd never heard of until last yeah. night. So oh, snowboarding. So Ski yeah, jumping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and all this um, the stuff that people, do, I can't remember what it's called, you know, on the little tiny bikes, like the little clown bikes where you're going <laughs> down <laughs> vertical. What's it uh, the, called? The BMX is the rapper. Oh, BMX. No, BMX. 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 <laughs> BMX is the rapper. Yeah. BMX is the bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've always but said. But is it BMX when you're doing it? I know they do BMX around circuits, but they also do it, you know, on like on skateboard yeah. slopes and that kind yeah. of thing. So, oh, like tr- like sort of Tony Hawk trick moves Yeah, there's sort of weird stuff. That, so I, I When mean, you I'll, said clown bike, I was a little unsure <laughs> what... Are you sure that was the Olympics? You know, they're really tiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yes. And they don't—they basically don't have a saddle because if you had a saddle, you'd do yourself a mischief when you went over the bumps. Oh yeah, gosh. so they look—they so do they look like then? little clown boats. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> just uh, yeah, metal spike. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> good mm. luck. Yeah. Swiftly moving on. <laughs> um, last one here is I want to check. Uh, what's the vibe on Mammy? Um, yeah, quite like it. I think anybody who likes Salmiaki will also like Mammy. Good point. Maybe that's why I'm not vibe. Actually, no, I thought Mammy was more interesting than a sort of a, a good or bad food experience. I just thought it made me think about myself. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, do you have a strong feelings about salamiaki, but how about like just ran- basic licorice? Oh, like, like licorice all sorts. Yeah. Bertie Bassett's. Yeah. Um, I would have to refer you to an ongoing gag in our podcast, Baby Mouth. Not oh. a fan. Oh. I'm a baby mouth, Teresa. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure you are. I'm, I'm glad you're like okay with you. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah, if yeah. you keep you uh, you say it to me enough that I can't sort of not introduce myself as that. I can't say it in conversation and then sort of just pass on by like I didn't say it. <laughs> I I like that you're playing this on me, but you made the song. I did make a song. Yes, that is true. Can I can I ask a question? What about Marmite? 
Oh, no, absolutely no, so not. So you don't like salty stuff? Marmite's really salty. I love salty stuff, though. I like... Um, no, you don't. You don't like Marmite you know, or like salmiaki. I don't think we're going to get on food-wise in this, because I feel like I'm just not very adventurous when it comes to salty things, maybe. The, the vibe was interesting. As soon as you were starting to ask like uh, these questions about Finland, I'm not very patriotic mm. in any way, but in these questions, I'm like, ha, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I should represent Finland in this discussion i see yeah. and Finns care very much what foreigners think about finland yeah so so Finns do sit up a bit straighter mm. when you start asking a foreigner <laughs> questions about finland and they are prepared to take offense immediately if the wrong answer is given so that is uh, exactly why this podcast is a success <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because every week i say something problematic about yes. finland and people tell me off for it Finns love Finns love hearing what other people think about yeah, us. yeah, yeah. exactly yeah Absolutely. that's a national sport without yeah. a doubt yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it yeah. is and yeah. we are winning yeah <laughs> Yeah, 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 big yeah, time, yeah. big yep. time. Okay, I've got some diplomacy fact or fiction okay. questions for Go you. For it. So I have watched The Diplomat because I didn't sort of do it as um, sort of training for this mm-hmm. conversation, oh, but I thought it's, it. it's not going to hurt. Do you oh. know what I mean? Yep. Um, we're currently in the residency. Yep. Um, it's very beautiful. Have you ever considered renting it out on Airbnb for the weekend? Have I ever considered going to jail for a very long time for fraud? Mm. Um, nah. No. I'm normally here at the weekend, right? So, so I, I, the last thing I want is other people going up and down the uh, going up and down the stairs. So <laughs> it is really, really beautiful. Yeah, uh, but it's beautiful because it serves the purpose for which it's. Because you don't have stag do's here, for instance. Um, be- because I don't let it out on Airbnb for yeah. the weekend, but uh, not even yeah. tempting. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, no. Imagine like, coming back to. Like, I would. Yeah. I would pay money to keep it to myself <laughs> at the weekend. Quite the opposite. It, whatever the opposite of Airbnb is, like, mm-hmm. don't come in my home, please, ever. Yeah. That That's what I do at the weekend. But uh, Finnish prisons are nice, I've heard. That is a point. Would you go to prison here or prison in Britain? The UK, wouldn't it? Right. Mm-hmm. Is it the food? <laughs> I don't quite know where to start with that. <laughs> I don't either. either. <laughs> Reasons why the ambassador doesn't want to go to prison. Is it the food? We're supposed to be making a good impression. I, I think we've established that I'll eat pretty much anything. So. That's true, yeah, actually, yeah. Um, well, you won't need to ever find out no, what the food's I, like in prison. No, I will not, no. Although you can, d- I don't know if to go down this road, but you can do those things where you stay in a prison overnight. I don't know if you see it like an old prison in and they run it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and they run it like a sort of hotel and it's an old prison. If you're I've, into I've stayed in. I've well. stayed in. Um, is it Kakola in um, in Turku, yeah. which is. But I stayed in the the posh hotel bit of it. I think there is also a prison experience. You <laughs> there can, is there are cells you can do there. In there. Yeah, they look yeah. kind of like funny. Right. Funny, uh, funny thing. Funny yeah. how? Can we stop talking about prison? Yes. yes sure. <laughs> yeah. No. Let's move on. Um, that's a good note. Um, okay. So in the diplomat, Kerry Russell, um, is your life like that? <laughs> Question: What that is. No. No. Um, how often do you fly military jets? <laughs> I've been in military helicopters. That is cool. I've never been in a helicopter and I've never been on a hot air balloon. And there are two things that I'd quite like to do. I, I, I'm scared of hot air balloons. I'm a bit scared of helicopters, to be honest. But sometimes you have to. Mm. So uh, there's a lot of military stuff in Estonia when I was posted there. So, right. Uh, so, yeah, I've been in helicopters. Uh, I've been in tanks as well. Um, You've been in a tank. I've been in multiple tanks. Your job yeah. is weird. It's Can I a, say that? My it's, job's cool. It's, it's oh, yeah, cool. yeah, good point. It's cool. It's it's varied, I think is the word you're looking for. Yes, exactly. It's, it's varied. Uh, so yeah, I've I've um I can't remember what the original question was. I've never been in a in a 
<laughs> a military, <laughs> military jet. jet. They tend to be built for one. I've sat in them. Yeah. I have. I've sat in one <laughs> in Rovaniemi. I was in an F. It must be F sixteen, F eighteen. I'm not sure which is which. Um, presumably, like Microsoft one is a newer version of the <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> of the other one. Um, so I've <laughs> I've I've climbed in and out of them and had photos taken in them. Right. I, I wouldn't fly in one for a pension, even if there was more than one seat. Okay, Netflix. Have you heard that? So, Doesn't yeah. happen. So. You haven't actually. I it's, it's inspired me this mm. uh, bit. Uh, you haven't been to army, right? Travis? No, I haven't. No. Because there's the a surprise in your face that you've been in the tanks. Like what? I think every it, Finnish guy's been in a tank. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not a thing. Like I remember my granddad used to talk about uh, having to go to the army and stuff. That wasn't really an option. Mm. Um, I don't know whether <laughs> I think it's, it that's was to do with option. me or... I, I think it would have been an oh, yeah, option it if you'd wanted to. Yeah, um, I didn't. Um, these you hands have choose. never done a day's work in their lives. Yeah. So you, you can choose. Yes, you completely. can. Completely, you don't yeah. even do a tiny, tiniest nope. bit of... No, nope. nope. you either join or you don't. Some people think that it would be a good idea for everyone to do at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's just as good to go and work in a supermarket and meet the general public and have to deal in customer service. They're different levels of stress, I would say, but... Different customers. Different. Cu- they're very different customers, but they're both worthwhile skills to learn. Yeah, I think if you want to serve your country, uh, work in a hospital. Just work in a hospital, that's good. I did hospital radio. Mm. It's not the same, but... It almost counts. Almost. Um... Teresa, back to you, because uh, you're the person we're supposed to be talking to. Are you presented <laughs> with dresses to wear at galas and the like? Do I look like I'm presented <laughs> with dresses to wear at well, galas? Well, this is the gala, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. no, but still, if I were that kind of person, I, I don't think I'd be sitting here in my jeans uh, today. <laughs> Categorically, no, no, and never have been. And to be honest, wouldn't really want to. Yeah, it's I a, think it's weird. I think it's a bit weird. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can be lots and lots of things, but I'm never going to be a very good clothes source. Nobody <laughs> would want me to be modelling their, their clothes at Independence Day, so we'll see. Well, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm counting that as 2-0, Netflix. Um, <laughs> the, okay, I'm obsessed with the breakfast that Kate has in the uh, in the embassy every morning. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a a strict sort of breakfast where there's... I don't know, like a big continental thing or no. no. I don't have any, bro- nobody makes my breakfast. No. Except me. As it should be. We do sometimes have official breakfasts. Right. Um, so yeah, next week I've got, in a couple of weeks I've got a group of ladies coming for a, a female leadership breakfast and then we will have mm. a sort of mixture of continental. We don't have a full cooked breakfast because that's, that's a hassle to do. Yes. First thing in the morning for a lot of people. So um, we have a, you know, a very, very British-looking breakfast, okay. I think. So if we have an official breakfast, then even then, normally I will eat my own breakfast first before I go down. Mm. Because when I'm hosting an official breakfast, I've got to talk, I've got to check everybody's okay, I've got a million things to do. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't much time to eat by yourself. So I categorically do not have someone who's cooking me a full English breakfast every morning. <laughs> every morning. Yeah. And they deliver your papers. And then and, yeah, and then eating. Did you notice in, in the diplomat, her husband always finishes everything. I mean, there's a thing there. I yeah. don't know how it's going to pan out in series two, but he always finished her food. He did. He Very was odd. always sat there just sort of munching away and she'd sort of, I don't know, grab a grape or something yeah. and head out to do something important. Yep. Okay, final question <laughs> about the diplomat. Um, does someone pack your luggage for you? Uh, no, and again, I wouldn't want them to. See, I'd, as much as I loved that show, it Clearly, just a load of nonsense. 
mean, I guess, I don't know what life is like for the US ambassador in London. They'd be much, much grander and more important mm. than the British ambassador to Finland, for sure. Um, no, so they probably, don't say that. They probably do have more staff. They'll right. have bodyguards right. and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, why would you want somebody to pack your bags for you? I don't, no. I don't know what I want most of the time. So how would anybody else know what, what I was thinking of taking? <laughs> I wouldn't Try. like that. Okay, so we're coming to the end of our conversation, Teresa. You've been very kind in letting us babble at you for, for quite a while and ask silly questions, but I've just got a couple more silly yeah, questions yeah, yeah. just then. to close off. So um, basically, let's talk about um, the Great Britain. Um, what do you miss from Great Britain? Because obviously you've spent your time in so many different countries. Is there anything that you were like, okay, this is a thing that I take wherever I go? Um, decaf tea bags. Yeah, same. I had to, uh, I'm a Yorkshire, Yorkshire tea bag person. Yep. Food, I don't think I crave anything. Gravy granules occasionally. Yeah. Malt vinegar is one for me. Malt I vinegar. always bring malt vinegar here. Because that even I, begin to know how to transport malt vinegar. Do you put it in your suitcase? Suit, if, yeah, if I've got, obviously I wouldn't take it in my hand luggage. Uh, no. Suitcase, wrap it up. Wrapped up. Yeah, yeah but you can get like a like a plastic one from Tesco, like the sort of yeah. just the cheapest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, you, I won't I won't risk taking the glass ones. No, you see, like neither a, would I. I won't take a Sarsons Inca. Do you know what I mean? I, I, you lost me like three minutes ago. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I can't wait to watch this back, and you're just sort of staring <laughs> into space. Malt vinegar. I'm, is I'm the, spaced yeah. out. <laughs> it's the only thing you can have with fish and chips. It makes a yeah. huge difference, and I would take the top off and just pour. Basically, yeah. I love it. Big but then you can't fan. really get and chips so you don't really need malt vinegar that's it? true so, i have um, a dream of opening a proper chippy here like we're talking proper like scallops like the potato scallops not yeah, yeah. fancy fish yeah. ones uh little like bits of batter and, and like and the sausages be your, your first customer pickled Absolute eggs pickled eggs <laughs> battered sausage yeah. gravy saveloys saveloys yep but um, no no mushy <clears throat> peas i don't like mushy do you know? Okay, no. that's 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 where we 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 differ. Okay. I love a mushy pea, yep. but um, you just buy a food truck and park it outside. I think I yep. get some pretty good business around <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think the Americans quite and like nowhere else. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tala yaparuna coming soon. Yeah. Um, a couple of uh, would you rather's, but to yep. finish, um, Karyalampiraka versus a sausage roll from Greg's. Oh, Kari and Piraka every time. Woohoo! Love well, them. Good. Absolutely yeah, love correct. them. I'm not a big sausage roll fan, not even a vegetarian, mm. vegan sausage roll, but but I, I would go a long way for a good Kari and Piraka. Are you a Moonavoy on yes, top as well? Bet. Yep. Do you prefer those like uh, traditional Karelian pies that are almost closed or those open no, ones? I prefer them open so you've got more room for your egg and butter to go soggy. Yeah. Understandable. Yep. I go with that as well. Fatsa versus Cadbury. This is I'm, tough. I'm not really a chocolate person. I'm sorry to be really boring. I'm not trying to avoid the question. Um, hmm. I think if absolutely pushed, I would say Cadbury because that's what I grew up with. Yeah. So those are the flavors of the Easter eggs that I had. And not things. Nestle. But I, I, I don't really eat chocolate, not even Ferrero Rocher. So. Wow. I actually told someone I was coming here today and they asked if I brought some. And I was yeah. like, no. I did, no, I didn't. I didn't think to. No. No, no, well, well you wouldn't have one anyway. I, I wouldn't have had one. I've got a bit of a nut thing, and mm. I don't really like chocolates. So if Ferrero Rocher doesn't Do you have work anything for... sweet? Um, salmiaki. 
it's all made it's up. a candy guys yeah. that is literally the opposite of what i just asked yeah no <sighs> Salty. i don't mind i don't mind ice cream um okay. in moderation but um no not really i'd much much That's rather fine. have a starter than a dessert always mm. rather have crisps than chocolate Crisp, oh, crisp culture. Yeah. This is one of your big things, isn't it, about Britain? Crisp yeah. culture. Yeah. A country so where good. you can buy crisps in a reasonable one-person-sized packet yeah. exactly. and not and be the- absolutely obliged by law to eat your body weight in a sack <laughs> yeah. of crisps. Which- well, I would like to take back to Britain, I'd like to take Dippy because I think yeah. that has excelled my yeah, crisp game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, time. that is true. Um, now, finally, um, there, I heard a little rumour, Therese, that you can speak Finnish. It, it must have been a very little rumour. <laughs> um, uh, yep. How, how confident are you in your Finnish? I don't know how much you know about language levels. I've reached C1 level in Finnish twice, which That's is a, good. It's a, it's a reasonable level of Finnish. The trouble is each time I reach C1 level, I then go to Finland to speak English for the next yeah. however many years. So I am confident I can listen to the news. I'm confident I can read the newspapers. Right. I'm utterly confident if, if I was parachuted into somewhere yeah. and had to survive, I, I would survive. But I'm a bit shy about it otherwise. That's all right. If you want to try some words, I'm happy to have a go. <laughs> Do you have a favourite Finnish sentence maybe or something that oh, you... What's your, what's your go-to I, to get into your Finnish maybe? I have... Uh, well, nonin. It's everybody's go-to, <laughs> isn't it? Um, my favourite, favourite Finnish phrase which makes me laugh every single time and it's not is it a finnish phrase kaikki muu mitevat ole laksossa so not which means not all not all the moomins are in the valley which is (laughs) somebody's a sandwich short of a picnic basically so that's what what did you say sandwich short from a picnic a sandwich short of a picnic amazing yeah um also one kaikki kynät ei ole penaalissa or your pencils are not in your pencil pencil case yeah 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 (laughs) But the the moomins is the that's that's yeah. my Kaikki favorite. I'm now realizing I've heard those phrases quite a lot, uh, sort of directed at me. Yeah, and hadn't didn't know realized what they they're yours. Hadn't no. realized. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for your time, Teresa. It's been wonderful to chat to you. Um, this has been. Can I finish in the actual? Actual embassy. Actual embassy. The <laughs> embassy. residency at the embassy. Um, Teresa, is there anything you wanna you wanna say before we let you go about your daily business? Anything you want to plug, Britain or whatever? Oh, yeah, Britain is great. I mean, it goes without yep. saying, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure what I'm allowed to plug. The king's quite good. Uh, the yeah. Britain is wonderful. Visit mm-hmm. Britain and the embassy's great. Great yeah. team. Most most people in the embassy are Finns. I bet you didn't know that. Most people who work in the British embassy are Finnish. So we heard. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a cool place. And Finland is, I mean, Helsinki is an amazing place to live. Yeah. And Finland is a great place to work and a really interesting place to work, which a lot of people don't really think is true. It's mm. a bit boring. It's not. It's not boring. It's fabulous. So, and I've never done a podcast before, and I'm yeah. still not sure if we started yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think I press record. I'm not sure. We'll find out, won't we? Thank you so much, Teresa. Thank you. You did well. You're welcome. <laughs> you yeah. passed. Oh, you Thank passed. You. Well done. Thank you. The ambassadors' receptions are noted in society for their hosts' exquisite taste. Oh, Ferrero Rocher. Monsieur, with this Rocher, you're really spoiling us. Ferrero Rocher, a sign of good taste.